Podcast. Get ready to ride along on our Florida road tour powered by Kohler Engines, Xmark, Toro's Horizon 360, and the Debt-Free Landscaper. We are traveling the Sunshine State, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your host, best-selling author of the new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back here at the Hype House. It is Saturday in real time. And who knows what day or year it is by the time you listen to this. It's raining here in Florida. The Miami landscaper, Paul's in the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. The Hype House is beautiful. What would you think when you pulled up? Oh, man, this is the place. And obviously, um, felt very um, honored, you know, because... It's been, uh, you know, we met, we we did an interview probably almost a year ago now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, communicating with uh, so many guys, you know, that were here at the meetup. And then it's it, it's just a great feeling to be a part of this, you know, be here on the interview. It's, all, it's an honor. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, well, we appreciate what you do for the community. I think you were telling me a little bit off air last night that in Miami, there's a lot of division and strife and com- um, competition where you've gotten plugged in with us. You were just down there. I saw you making a video of B&B Lawn Care and you saw Caleb Allman, we have a different vibe. We try to help each other out. We tell each other our business lessons learned. We tell each other our strategies and we help each other to earn more money. And so you found it refreshing to be around people that want to build you up rather than tear you down. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I was just talking to Blake now. He was asking us, uh, you know, some quick advice for people starting off and, you know, the, you know, the numbers, everyone, you know, has that in, in the top of their head, but uh, don't take advice from someone that is not in the position you want to be. So, you know, so people always have their opinion, but, you know, everyone's it's, it's entitled like to the, their own It's like the opinion. overweight, fat personal yeah. trainer, you know? <laughs> don't, don't, don't eat, you know, it's like you have no authority to be telling me this. Exactly. So, you know, when I see a group like this and, and you know, even the, the landscapers uh, down south uh, where I'm at, um, I'm not going to take advice from someone that doesn't have a, a reputable company or whatnot, you know, because a lot of people play the victim mentality and, oh, landscaping's hard or, you know, it's hard out here, baby, surviving. Yeah, we got the we got the hurricane coming in here, <laughs> so excuse the wind, Mr. Producer. But, um, yeah, yeah, always um, put yourself around people that are just going to build you up, you know. Um, there's plenty of people that are going to doubt your plan, so... Here we are, you know, I'm 10, 11 years in business now, and uh, I learned a a lot of things these last few years, you know. In the beginning, I didn't have too many mentors, and uh, like I would say two or three 
years ago, I really started saying, you know, I need to start talking to people that, that are in the industry because I was just learning everything on my own, you know, the hard way, really. And now it's it's just beautiful. You know, I could message so many people that, oh, you know, could give us some some big, good information. Yeah. When the wind comes like this, I didn't know we we're going to have a hurricane. Why don't you do this? Stand up. We'll go stand in here. Sorry, guys. We're we're literally in Florida next to the Gulf of Mexico. So just, yeah, you can sit there and stand here. There we go. That's much better. I got a, a, a great producer, but he doesn't like a hurricane to <laughs> the background. We've about had it all, man. Skid steers, uh, storms, and things of that nature. So what did you think about uh, Tampa Bay last night? We had a big community meetup. That was pretty cool. Yes, yes, yes. It was it was great seeing so many people from, from everywhere. You know, I would always say, oh, that the community up north is a little more tight. But in reality, it's just split up. It's, it's, it's not in one location, you know, uh, you know. Brian from Michigan, and you got Iowa Almond from Iowa. I met guys from Tennessee. Where's Almond from? Uh, Iowa, uh, Ohio, yeah, Iowa, Fairfield <laughs> County, Ohio, Fairfield County. Corey Ballard from Iowa. Oh, correct, correct. Um, but yeah, there was people from all over. You know, I was expecting kind of you know like a centralized group, but no, there was there was people from everywhere, man. Um, you know, a couple Florida guys, but um, yeah, we need to continue this and and keep spreading the love to. Um, other landscapers all around and 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 like i made a post about it today you know you're gonna take this very far man i, I respect to what, what you got going on i, cool. I see i, I see like a I convention <laughs> yeah that'd be cool i haven't gotten on instagram yet today uh, the internet maybe when it rains or something you're next to the ocean none of us can really get internet access oh, okay hopefully it will get better because we got a house full of guys creating content what, what was it like pulling up you got guys <laughs> filming podcasting like in every room you've only made it like halfway through the house you haven't even seen the, the big part of the house yet yeah no it's uh it's a great to be a part of the group you know because um you know i'm filming everything i got buddies that tell me dude you film everything everything you do you film it you know and they mess with me but they know that it works obviously and i have work so I have uh, my strategy. And then when what you is your strategy? Cause social, pre- go ahead, tell me your strategy. And then I just sure. want to go deeper into that. Um, yeah. Like what, what I was saying is that, 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 uh, you, you come here and everyone else is filming everything. You know, I, I always say, um, if I could film half as much as almond, <laughs> we're, we're on the right page. Um, but yeah, my strategy is that film organically, uh, you know, every here and there, you know, you stutter on the video and you have to redo it. But for the most part, uh, you know, you just post it raw, raw in action. And, uh, you know, that people love that. Uh, I have, uh, clients that tell me they've gotten a few other quotes, but they love my page and they love my personality and they, they like what I'm doing. That's what I was going at. So, so, so customers will look you up on Instagram and then see, you know, you have these before and after videos. I've complimented you before. You'll go in, the bed is bare or it needs sprucing up. You'll take out whatever needs taken out. You'll put in your um, steps and stones and, mm-hmm. and rocks and what you guys kind of have the very different in Miami than yes. um, in in um, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but um, because of the weather, it's yeah. probably the reason why you guys Correct. have difference. But then you make a before and after video and you put your watermark logo on it. And so what this tells the customer is A, you get a lot of views so that you. You, you have that social proof and B, it actually shows them what to expect with the quality of your work. And so, yes. yeah, go ahead. They, uh, I, I have a, I, they have an expectation mm-hmm. when they see that page. Um, just recently, the, the, this week before I came over here, I uh, had quoted a job, small little job. It was a townhouse, uh, you know, maybe 10 by 20. It was super small little area and she wanted to do those pavers that you're talking about, those mm-hmm. bricks. Mm-hmm. If... 
she she actually just saw me working on a neighbor's lawn, so she didn't have my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So she says, "Hey, you know, check this out. I rent here. I'm not trying to spend too much, you know. But you know, at the end of the day, I still have to charge what it is. So you know, it was like like a six hundred dollar project. It really wasn't much. But if she didn't see my Instagram, she probably would have said, ah, you know, that was out of my budget anyway, and she probably." wouldn't have been interested or, you know, didn't see the vision. But I told her, hey, make sure you, you know, you, you follow us on Instagram and you know, that, that'll that give some justification to yeah. my price and my work. And uh, like a couple minutes after, my 10-year-old loves all your videos. He's watched, he loves the intros. He, so yeah. she sat there and watched the Instagram and then she emailed me saying, hey, you know, the 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 estimate was a little more than I, that I was trying to, but from the looks of your page, Bingo. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna do whatever. She literally said, whatever you do on there, just bring it here. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, she approved super happy. And uh, that, that was a perfect proof of the page helps uh, close deals. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, talking of deals, we got to kick it over to the best producer in the business. Got to keep Mr. Producer happy. He keeps my show running as well as uh, now. Uh, Caleb Allman's new podcast, I believe it's called Hashtag Kid Contractor Podcast and uh, Fullerton Unfiltered, LCR Media. Guys, there's a bunch of these podcasts coming up. Uh, in the industry, and we're in this ecosystem of a, a fellow we call Mr. Producer. He's back at the Jameson Media Complex headquarters there outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we appreciate him uh, serving us with the excellence in broadcasting. So how about that transition, Mr. Producer? I'm getting a little bit better, so take it over. Paul, I am thoroughly digging all of these shows from the Florida tour. Wish I was traveling the Sunshine State uh, with you guys. Seems like you're having just an awesome time. Not everything, though, sunny in the Sunshine State. As I see from Pompano Beach, Florida, there's some thieves were caught on video leaving with a trailer full of landscaping equipment worth $40,000. It belonged to a a sole proprietor. Uh, He's been struggling over the years, according to this news story, to build his business. And now uh, all of the equipment gone. They've got him caught on on tape, but they haven't caught the thieves yet. If there's somebody out there involved in theft deterrence, maybe you've got a business that offers some uh, theft deterrence products, you need to reach out to Paul. We need to get the word out about what you have to offer. So if you want to become a sponsor of the Green Industry Podcast, Green Industry Podcast, com is the place to go for contact information. It's also a place to go for wonderful resources to help you do business the right way. Get off to a great start here in 2021 with Paul's courses and some of the different modules that he's got available that will just help you have a successful year. And who doesn't want that? That's greenindustrypodcast.com. And yes, you can also get an autographed copy there of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Make the business part of your landscape business easier and more efficient with Horizon 360 business management software from Toro. It's built by contractors for contractors, helping you simplify business tasks like crew scheduling, equipment management, estimating, invoicing, and more. You'll say goodbye to clutter and chaos and hello to streamlined management and a better bottom line check it out at horizon360.toro.com 
Do you know your numbers? Are you familiar with what you're earning per man hour per property? Do you have the data you need to give an accurate, profitable quote to new customers? Friends, the pricing matrix is an easy to use spreadsheet that will calculate valuable information such as what you are earning per man hour for each customer you serve and what is the suggested rate for that property in order to achieve your man hour goals. This brand new spreadsheet is a real convenience for your business and comes with a complete instruction tutorial video. The pricing matrix is compatible with Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. You can get your pricing matrix template today at greenindustrypodcast.com. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, Triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. The Green Industry Podcast continues with the author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Here's Paul Jamison. All right, guys, we are joined here with Paul, the Miami landscaper on Instagram. We got a rainy day here outside of uh, Tampa. We're at an island called Anna Maria Island, and Paul graciously drove up to us and uh, joined us last night in downtown Tampa for the event and uh, came over to the Hype House today. My voice is about on empty, so take it over, Paul. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, watching all the videos, I'm like, man, these guys must have like like a, a sore throat by now, man. 20 interviews deep. Give me that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of interviews. Um, now, much respect how you keep it pumping, man. Keep it pumping, and that's an example to the, you know, your work ethic. And I can only imagine how you, you know, you, you take that same mentality on the field and and uh, for your work too, but uh, so much respect to what you guys got going, man. Like, yeah. uh, well, tell us about about your business in Miami. Are you doing all landscape installs? And I'm seeing these before and after videos. Are you are you doing uh, maintenance with mowing? What what have you found as your your biggest profit centers? For sure, the design uh, part, landscape design. We do softscape, um, as I would call it. I guess you know plants, rocks. Um, that's definitely the more profitable section of my business. Mm-hmm. I was mowing lawns for many years and at one point I had almost 200 accounts and, uh, it sounds cool till you know, you're just in debt yeah. <laughs> and it's just not paying itself off. So I downsized, I had like two or three crews running full time cutting grass. And then I, uh, I started cutting back on that and I sold off a few properties. Um, and, uh, I just downsized on the maintenance crew. I kept the properties that were nice. Mm-hmm. That were the, the, you know, not that they're easy to maintain, but we have it. Uh, we have our routine. We they're charged how they're supposed to. So right now I have one maintenance crew full time, mm-hmm. uh, which is also 
um, easier to to manage. Because then, you know, at one point I had uh, different guys driving different trucks and swapping them. And then who did this and who did that? And why oh. why did no one tell me this? Uh, weed Whackers broke in. Oh, I wasn't in that crew. You know, like I was mixing up a lot of people. Um, so right now it's just one crew maintenance. Um, you know, if if it works out, you know, we'll pick up some more stuff and, and add another crew. You know, I always have extra tools ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely encourage. Always have. Who's a, doing the quoting for these, you know, how much are these jobs? I'm watching it on Instagram. Are these one to $2,000 jobs or are they yeah. 3000? I, I know they're different based on the size, but they're, they look like you could easily bang them out in one day. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that, I was talking to my buddy Christian about that today, that there's a lot of pressure in the, in the work that I do because I have to close a lot of deals because Right now, I don't have uh, the type of jobs where they're a one-month job or, or two-week job. You know, I'll have a, oh, a job that'll take a week. That's a big job for me, let's say. Um, but for the most part... What was that one by the... Was it, Were you really by the stadium? Because you... you um Hashtag Hard Rock Stadium. Oh, yeah. That was right and it there. looked like a whole, I mean, you like did a whole street of planning. Yeah, and then I didn't know, because some people will hashtag like Los Angeles and they're in yeah. Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if it was one of those things. You just chose the Miami football team it was, stadium uh, or yeah. if you actually did work right outside the stadium. It was very close. Uh, okay. The stadium was a couple blocks away. So yeah, my guy just posted that and, and put Hard Rock on it. And you know, okay. the hype, the Super Bowl and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that yeah that, that that was a pretty big job that was uh, almost 500 calusias um that's a very popular plant here um but what 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 we were saying earlier about the estimates is um i got to i got to pump them out because yeah, like you said if it's a one day job i have to have uh, you know a nice amount of flow to for the week and mm-hmm. and uh and you know the month <clears throat> so I do have to move uh, on on those quotes and make sure people are calling, and that's why I take the Instagram very serious. I was talking to some guys uh, yesterday that uh, don't be scared to promote uh, ads. You know, people bash that a lot. Uh, no, that you don't want to be annoying or whatever. Yeah. How do you tell? I've never done an Instagram ad before. I know Fullerton does them. Walk us through that process. How do you actually pick it so that your your ad's not going like twenty miles out of your area? How do you like pinpoint an Instagram ad so it's actually you ha- you hopefully have an ROI. For sure, uh, it it definitely useful if you have um, the, it categorized. You can you can customize how long and where and who uh, you can target. Mm-hmm. So as you know, the social media is watching us and they're oh, listening. Yeah, and so if you can't beat them, join them. You know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're thinking. It used to be like I would talk. I would, I would test it. I would be like, you know. Um, Honda, Honda, or like Toyota, Toyota. And then next thing you know, you know, or whatever it is, it pops up on my Instagram thing. But now, like, I won't even say it out loud. I'll think it. And then it'll show up. Like, how do they know what I'm thinking? This is going yeah, too far. Yeah, they're definitely uh, <laughs> taking data on us very, very um, meticulously. But we can use that. Like you said, use it to our advantage because they're collecting it and we can target it. We have it. to use it to our advantage. Every, you know, I'm guilty of, you know, being on my phone all the time and most people are. So. Everyone in this house is. Oh, exactly. We're having breakfast this morning and everyone's like <laughs> posting, tagging, catching up. It's it's uh, it's part of the culture for sure. But at least you guys are all profiting off of it, making a, a movement. It's not just like, you know, you're, you're just liking pictures on Instagram. There's a, there's a purpose to all this. So some people won't understand that when, Oh, he's going to make another video or whatever, you know, you're going to get that. But that's what sets us apart from, uh, chugging the truck. Like you yeah. say, um, but the, the Instagram ads definitely work. Um, I have, um, one category where I call it niche 
and I customized it where it's specific areas that I know that there's a lot of new homeowners. Um, so for example, in my area, it's Westchester. That area is known is, is just infamous for young, young people moving in. And then I'll, I'll ask them, let me guess the lady that, or person that lived here was like a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh yeah. How'd you know? Cause that area people, you know, um, have been there. People would live there 20, 30 years in the same house, 40 years in the same house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they did their run, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, either they sell their home or they just simply pass away, you know, and here comes, you know, uh, young, uh, you know, people successful saying, Hey, you know, let me fix up the house. So a lot of the calls that I get, um, uh, they'll just do the, they just did their driveway. That's always a good client. Like you pull up yeah. and they just did their driveway, yes. you know, that there's some money there and, and yeah. they definitely aren't going to leave it half done. Yeah. Um, and they're willing to invest in their property. It's not yeah. just like you're putting ads out to someone that it's not gonna afford it or something, you know? Yeah. People tell me all the time, like, uh, like what you were saying earlier, we were talking about landscaping and you popped up. What the heck? It's scary. <laughs> and I was like, yep, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. They def- they're definitely watching. Yeah. Well, Paul, you told us the, one of the most craziest stories we've ever had. We've had over 350 episodes on the Green Industry Podcast. And if you missed one of my future, um, or pardon me, previous episodes with um, Paul, he had uh, his, you were at the Home Depot and you had your crew out in the backyard in your truck and your right brand new mower, trailer, everything in the front yard. Some thief came and just stole it all. The so that trip. was definitely going down as a top five story in the history of Green Industry Podcast. <laughs> It's hard to top that, but tell us another good story other than that one. Yeah, yeah, that was because uh, I know uh, down in Miami, man, you guys are popular for uh, interesting characters. So you got any other stories? Good, bad, indifferent. Just tell us something entertaining here. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of stories, man. Because oh. last time I had you on my show, you yeah, DM yeah. me like, oh, I forgot to tell the story. I forgot to tell the story. I forgot to tell you the story. I forgot to tell the story. <laughs> so here's funny. your opportunity. That's I don't want to get a DM tomorrow. Oh, I forgot to tell the story. <laughs> nah, well, for here's sure. your chance. Your nah, best story, Paul. Gotta now first. So I got to thank my girl before I forget her. Yeah, you know? yeah. What's her name? Kimberly. Um, well, she's going to be a Capote soon at the end of the year. Okay. You yeah. already proposed? Or yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And she said yes. Yes, sir. Kimberly Capote? Yes, sir. And is she, what's her ethnicity now? She is a Cuban Honduran. She's a Miami Woo! mix. Miami Woo-hoo! mix. <laughs> Paul, come on. Good job, yeah, friend. Good no, job. thank you. No, when are y'all uh, getting married? Uh, October. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. October 23rd. Cuban yeah. Honduran. That's, yeah, right? that's, a, that's, that's a catch right there. Good <laughs> no, job, man. But for sure, man, a lot of stories where you can't get, um, you can't get caught up on the, um, on the downfalls, man. You know, that, that one scenario where we lost our whole truck, uh, it ended, we ended up finding it with no tools inside. That was definitely a, 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 a easy way for someone to say, you know, Hey, this isn't for me anymore, you know, throwing the towel. But, um, you know, I kept taking the hits. I kept taking the hits. I just, you know, I, I, like you say, you pivot and you have to figure it out. You know, um, you can't play that victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause uh, no, no one, no one really likes to hear that and no one really cares. Um, but Man, many stories, man. Many stories. Pick, pick one, man. Oh, I, gosh. I, remember you DM'd me last time? You're all mad. You're like, I forgot to tell we, I forgot to we tell did this. The, the, we did bring up the, the, the theft stuff, but, um, ah, man, there's so many, man. Uh, but the other day we had a Karen. That was funny. A I don't what? know if you got a uh, Karen. Karen uh, interrupted us. A real Karen? She, yeah. Oh, uh, what'd she have to say? <laughs> she, uh, we're like not even done. And there's like some sand on the floor from some of the paperwork we're doing. And she's like, you know, I thought she was like, leaving or something and and um 
she she's like, oh, what's this sand on the floor? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, are you leaving? No, 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 I'm not leaving. But why is there sand on the floor behind my? Car? I'm like, lady, look, we're working. <laughs> and she pulled out her phone and started filming Aww. us. I'm like, oh, here we go. And I started filming her. You know, you can't you can't let people affect you, man. You know, wow. so someone would um have been quick to to gotten upset or whatever. Yeah, what was the story about the python? Was that you? I overheard a story last night. <laughs> in the Everglades, there's yes. pythons, and then they they slither out to uh, Miami. Yeah, yeah. Oh, glad you brought that up. That was a pretty funny story. Um, now, ninety percent of my audience is terrified of snakes, so yeah, yeah. you got everybody like on the edge of their seats. That's so. funny. Um, yeah, the the python was like people's pets, and then they would just get too big, and they, or, or they would escape. People just would let them go because um, they, they grow quite a lot, five, ten feet. So now the Everglades has this huge problem with uh, the snakes taking over. They eat the, the raccoons. Everglades is like a forest? Everglades is, yeah, one of the biggest swamps in the world. It's just this huge swamp that, you know, is down there in Florida. No one lives there? Uh, there, There is um a tribe called uh, the Miccosukee tribe, and they have a casino and everything. So, you know, kind of like the Seminole, but it's called Miccosukee. And they have a huge reserve, very large reserve, and and uh, they have some some nice areas. If you want to eat gator, that's where you go. Yeah. Uh, I I love eating gator, um, but I've never I've never tried snake yet. I've considered uh, people are considering eating them because they're they're promoted to to you're supposed to kill them. So the pythons got into this forest place of that swamp that would be kind of easy for them to hide and survive but they've eventually started to go to where there's population yeah um well the the, the population you know you we can like how we did that day i got a lot of i got a lot of uh crap for it on the instagram because we we ki- we killed the snake and we posted it how big was this it was joker? it was like a 10 12 foot snake it was huge python i didn't i didn't i didn't mess with it one of my employees was like i want to kill it so i was like okay you can go ahead <laughs> But then, you know, I get, I get a lot of people are like, oh, but why'd you do that? But they don't understand that um, it's even eating the panther, the Florida panthers, like almost extinct. And, and then now you got this python eating baby panthers. So it's, it's, it's actually really bad for the ecosystem down south, even though us humans are invasive species as well. <laughs> but, yeah, but man, if I was contemplating moving down here, but I don't want, I don't want no <laughs> python problem. No, it's not How far concerned. north have they gotten? What's the furthest sighting they've had of one? Well, the they like the the warm, um, but it's it's uh it's more of like the redland area. That's like very west. So it, once you start going to like the ranch areas, uh, the nursery areas, that's very west of where we're at. Um, that's where you start to see these snakes. Because in the city, you know, all the new construction. If anything, they're going wherever there there's just wilderness. Okay, I'm going to Riviera Beach for later next week for my uh, interview with the guys from Equipment Defender. Do you nice. think I, I I'll see one there? <laughs> Riviera? No, nah, not sure, not sure. But now nah, you gotta really be like in the in the trenches, as they say. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, Paul, I appreciate uh, you joining the show. Tell everyone your Instagram handle because you're really like um, Caleb Allman's the man. He's got the best Instagram in the game. We all <laughs> know sure. that. Value. He, yes. If you watch his story. You're going to learn, and, and he's got a quirky personality, but you're on the rise, man. You you put in the, the trademark, uh, watermark, pardon me, logo on the Thank corner, you. PGL. You're, you know, usually got some kind of um, upbeat music, and then there's actually a duration of 
the, the, you know, here's where the job started, you know, progression and then finish. And I think that's good for the community and definitely for your potential customers that you are professional. And so I'm, I just want to congratulate you and, and just you. say you inspire me. I'm Thank trying you. to step up my Instagram game and, and produce more value out of compliment uh, content. So tell us where they can uh, connect with you and, and continue the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and first off, I want to thank uh, my crew. You know, I, I do have a, an outstanding crew that's helped us out a lot. Um, I have my own Mr. Producer that helps me with the videos too. So they, they, he and my boy Christian, he works with us and he gets to see everything uh, in, 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 in the flesh. And then he helps me with the videos. Cause you know, as you know, we have a lot on our plate, not the same Christian here. No, no, okay. no. Different Christian. Uh, how'd you, were you guys friends before this trip? Yeah. Or you just met up last night. He's actually one of my uh, best friend's cousin. And okay. then in middle school we wrestled together okay. and then he ended up taking wrestling really, really seriously, which was funny because I got him into wrestling <laughs> and then now I got him kind of, I kind of got him into landscaping. So he's so, got part-time company. Um, no, he's full time now. Full-time? Actually, yeah, okay. no, he's I, down there in Miami as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we gotta get him on tomorrow's episode. We'll For see sure. what we can do soon. Yes. So you can find us on uh, Instagram, Miami Landscaper. My company is uh, PGL. But yeah, on Instagram, you'll find us as the Miami Landscaper. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time. And Mr. Producer, we'll button things up. Guys, don't forget my new audio book is out. Cut that grass and make that cash. It's the lessons that I learned my first 10 years in business. If you want to hear what not to do and uh, kind of hear the progression of my business and what I've learned throughout that process, you can take a listen to the new audio book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. It's available at the Green Industry Podcast. My goodness, look at the calendar. Time is short before you are back on your mower, hustling to build your business and help your family achieve your financial goals. Do you have the roadmap to success? I'm talking about Paul's e-training course called Roadmap to Success. This course covers the basic foundations of how to start and grow a successful lawn and landscape business. It features nine, nine video trainings of Paul teaching what he's learned over the last 10 years and how to do things the correct way out of the gate so that you don't have to repeat the mistakes that he made. Now, this online course is designed for those who are just starting out and want to make sure they build their business the right way. $99 is the cost. And using the discount code MRPRODUCER, all one word, MRPRODUCER, that brings the cost down by 10%. This may just be the fastest way and most engaging way to get started and up to speed with your new lawn care business. So go to greenindustrypodcast.com and start your training with the roadmap to success exclusively at greenindustrypodcast.com. Hey guys, Brian Fullerton here. You might have heard me talk about how I'm always looking to invest in myself and take my life and my business to the next level. In the past, I've taken my friend Mike Bedell out for steak dinners so I can pick his brain and gain some valuable insight on how to grow my business. Bedell is now offering his coaching calls over at his website, debtfreelandscaper.com. And honestly, they're a real bargain. Like half of what a couple of steaks for myself and Mike used to cost when we go out for those coaching dinners. Bedell has changed my business, changed my life, and that's why I'm happy to recommend him as a lucrative resource for you. Make this the year you invest in yourself. And of course, don't forget to use Brian's 10 to save 10% on all items at debtfreelandscaper.com. Choosing the right equipment also means getting service and support you can trust. Hi, it's Michelle with the Xmart Customer Service Team. We are committed to giving you the expert technical support necessary to keep your equipment performing at its best. Reach us by phone, email, or social media on any weekday and we will respond quickly with advice you can trust because it comes straight from the folks who built your machines. 
Visit xmark.com to learn about Xmark's industry-leading service and parts support. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to the debt-free landscaper, Toro's Horizon 360, Xmark, and Kohler for powering our Florida road tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we've provided the links in today's show notes. There you will also find the link to Paul's new book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button and stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.